if a genie came to you, you'd just be trying to eke out genie questions. You'd yeah, go, pissing them off. What's it like in the lamp? <laughs> <laughs> what, what mileage does this get? Are you gay? <laughs> in the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. The London Underground is one of the oldest underground rail systems in the world, serving millions of passengers each year. It's no surprise, then, that some passengers linger on. This week on Unexplained Legends, the ghosts of the London Underground... I'm, I'm tired. You're overtired. You're exhausted. I, you I, need to go to bed. I am. I am. Most infuriating thing a, a parent could say to you when you're younger is you're exhausted. You're overtired. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just, no, I'm, I'm actually just having a laugh in the evening because, <laughs> because I've just relaxed. I've just started to relax. No, you are. You're, over, you're overtired. What that even means? Like, no, mom, I'm on cocaine. If I was fucking overtired, I'd be asleep. Yeah, yeah, that is. I would be dead. I would be dead. Uh, last, last little thing for you to get us rearing to go um, and the little, little interesting stuff that's never going to make the podcast. A uh, surprise for you, quiz. Uh, what do you think this is? A giant packet of custard creams. Oh, that's a good. That's a good call. Uh, it's it's not. But what I'm going to do now? This came in the post. You can okay. see it's a little damaged here. So. I think they should make the podcast unless this is some sort of sex device. No, it's not a sex device. Um, but it's just that um, I don't know how interesting it will be because I'm now going to open it. I do want you to give a serious guess, and then I'm going to open it. This is one of the first times where I feel that we've reversed the podcast. Where we just need to do the Welcome to Unexplained Legends and then just go into the lamestream media almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. uh, and we'll have to edit this in Yeah, later. put it, stitch it in afterwards. Yeah, so what do, you think, what do you think this is? A guitar neck. Fucking. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> I'm the worst at these games. You fucking cunt. I'm the worst at oh these games. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like he'll, he'll never know what I'm pulling out. He'll never know what I'm getting out of this. I mean, for those at home listening who may be listening to this, or maybe this will never come out, is, uh, it, it really does resemble a very slender packet of custard creams. Yellow wrapped, um, just to make it incredibly oh, difficult to open. Actually, take a picture very of long. The, very long. The very long. good. I see what he's done here. This is actually your best move ever, right? You, I see what you've done here. What he have I has done? incorporated him just opening up a package and just looking at this neck of the guitar and pretending it's part of the podcast instead of just delaying the podcast by 20 minutes. And you're, you, but now you get to look at it and all we have to do is edit it out. That is genius. No, it's all part done. of it, man. It's, it's like, hey, it. lads, uh, sit down there. I'm just going to have my dinner live on the podcast. <laughs> no, but you know what's frustrating? This is wow. the most frustrating thing. The, um, I don't have the tools to install it. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of The Unexplained Legends. Uh, I'm Roger Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis One AirPod Len. And... <laughs> and we are... Together we are The Unexplained Legends. Yes, we are. Uh, I laughed so hard at that because... You've definitely lost one AirPod. Is that is that? Uh, so I've had a bit of an AirPod debacle that's been going on for a long time. Um, haven't been really able to keep my hands on them. People keep robbing them from me, uh, delivering me bottles of shampoo. I'm not getting into it. I, no, this is just so long. I'm not getting into it. Uh, I've been had like a million times with these AirPods, mm. and now I am missing the right one, and I don't know where it is. It's it, what I can tell you. Right, is I know exactly when I lost it. Oh, okay, okay. Right, I know exactly when I lost it. That's helpful. I was in bed 
and I only had the right one in. Right now, one or two things happened after that. Right, one, I put it in a very safe place, the safest place of all, because I haven't been able to find it in and yourself, to, <laughs> in your person. Yeah, that is also a theory. That's number three, right? But number two, it just fell off. But the bounce rate on these AirPods is crazy. <laughs> really, they're like fucking flubber, like so. <laughs> It's gone off somewhere. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to tear. It, it's it's just I don't want I I don't want it enough to tear my room apart. Yeah. You know I don't want to look for it, and I still have a couple of places left where I think it might be, and I also don't want to check them because okay. they're my bankers, like of where it might be, and if they're not, if it's not there, it's only like two places. Uh, that was um, a similar story when I needed that measuring tape. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the measuring tape is in a drawer. That is four drawers combined now. Okay, that's not good. So, like, I mean, if the AirPod is in there, but you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? In, like, in a couple of years, like, when I really don't want it. And you're like, oh, this is where the AirPod was. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'll come across, it'll be in a fucking sock or something. They won't make them anymore. Like, they won't yeah. even be no. of any use. No, I'll be like, oh, my God, this thing. And, but, oh. Do you remember when we didn't all just have implants? Yeah. All have ear implants. Breast augmentations. The, what what would you get your breasts augmented with? I'd go Bluetooth. <laughs> All right, that's gone straight out of the pocket. <laughs> Why can't that be? No. Bluetooth breasts is too far for you. Is How it? is your week going? My week, Dennis. Oh, you don't want to hear about my week. Why is it going that well? Oh, it's it's hectic. Well, I suppose just well, just to give him a little bit of color. Yeah, right? it's hectic. But I just saw a man have a bowl of cereal. It doesn't sound too hectic. <laughs> Listen, an evening bowl of cereal. Yeah, it's not. It's not something that a well man does. No, I guess not. Have you ever had curiously cinnamon cereal? Yeah, and I think I might have noticed that you picked it up recently. That stuff is unreal. It's nice. It is nice. If you like cinnamon, if you don't like cinnamon, no. there's very little in it. If you're in curious, you're really <laughs> yeah. not going to like it. No, I think that stuff is unreal. I'd say it's pretty sugary, though. Is it, is it just fake cinnamon? <laughs> uh, that's a good question, actually. I wonder if it is. Um, it, it must It must be sugary, surely. It's, surely. it's undercover icicles, like. Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. What, is that what you'd consider it? Yeah. You remember that weirdo on the front of icicles? Oh, yeah, yeah. J- J- little helmet spaceman. Kind of like a Commander Keen ripoff. Definitely. He was. He's one of the rare official Kellogg's mascots where the whole time you would have thought, should you not be in Little? Yeah. Like, you, you know, yeah. should you no, not be on one of the cheap ones? He looked ones? a little off, in fairness to him. Yeah. I don't think he'd get invited to any parties by Tony the Tigger and all them. No, guys. they've retired um, Ricicles full stop, I think. Yeah, because they're just so sugary. It was like children's teeth were falling out in the balls. They are too And then nice. the kids were eating the teeth and then they'd crack more teeth. It was a mess. Is that true? Yeah, Ricicle syndrome. That's that's appalling. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Sure, why, why do you think they took it off the market? No did, better reason. Is that that didn't um, didn't Bob Geldof do a concert for that? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, what was that called? <laughs> it was called Teeth Aid. There we go. Teeth. <laughs> we're on fire. <laughs> we are. We're, we're absolutely rip roaring. What are we doing this week? Uh, this week, Dennis, we're doing. I think a bit of a cool one. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it an episode on you? Yeah. Uh, oh, I wish. And if I pronounced episode, it would have been even better. <laughs> the, um, it is. This week's episode, Dennis, is about the place that we live. Not, our house. Not our house. Okay. Not, not our house. Not right, our thank house. God for that. But it's, it's little old London. It's about London. All right. Okay. Yeah, we've had yeah. a few in London already. Yeah. We've it, had Drury Lane. Go mm-hmm. to Drury Lane. And we've had Enfield House. Oh, yeah. Enfield Haunting. Yeah. And is that it? Uh, London's quite a large place. I think so. 
All right, um, okay. Let's add, let's add to the tally. Can I just interrupt yeah. before we move in, right? They'll be chomping at the bit. No, this is a very good mm. technique where you just keep them listening. They're like, oh, what are they going to do? I don't know. Uh, but really, it's just because I just want to talk. Did you see the comment in the Discord? If you're not joining the Discord, get onto Patreon and join the Discord. Comment in the Discord. Lad describes something happening in there, right? I'm not going to mention his name. I'm not yeah, going to mention yeah. the, the, even the content of it. He describes basically full-blown haunting in his house. Yeah. Like, as in, like, no, no, I mean... There's, there's no someone, two ways about it. There's either someone living in his house that he doesn't know about, or it's haunted. Yeah. And he just casually popped it into there. Yeah, and forgot forgot to ever mention it to us. Yeah. And, and is, a, is an avid listener to the podcast as well, and just thought, should I mention I live in a haunted house? And he's like, ah, nah, let's say it in a while. He, he, he literally said, he literally said in the comments, oh, I forgot, I forgot about it for a few years. <laughs> until maybe, something happened again. Maybe just get used to it. Yeah, yeah, you just go, you just go, oh, do you know what? That's like, um, that, that, that's just like a leaky tap or something. You go, oh, forget that. Do you think, though, with ghosts, right? And then we really will get onto it, right? But mm. do you think with ghosts that you could just get used to them? Because they can't do anything to you, right? Do you think there's people out there who could just like train themselves, get like CIA training to just like uh, mentally cope with ghosts living in their house? I honestly do think so, yeah. Because ghosts can't do anything to you, right? No, I think, I think there are people... And actually, I'm glad you brought this up because today, in the actual topic today, we cover a few people who have just learned to live with paranormal <laughs> goings on. This is great. This sounds like uh, BBC, yeah, BBC One show, I think. BBC really? One show, yeah. Living with ghosts. Oh, oh yes, I like that. I like yeah. that. Dating with ghosts. Dating. That would be. That's another thing. Then that's yeah. like the the spinoff. And then ghost virgins. Oh, ghost virgins. People who died as virgins. And yeah. And they're haunted. And they're coming back to have, I don't know who they're having sex with. But, all right. Okay. What are we doing? What's the name of it? This week, Dennis, we're doing the ghosts of the underground. Okay. Nice. Underground, extremely scary. No, you need to, you need to clear up something for me, right? Because yeah. I don't really believe this. Right? You told me this already. And I don't really believe it. Yeah. And I know it doesn't narrow it down for anyone on the podcast who listens to it normally. I know exactly what you're going to say to me. You tell you told me that at the end of the shift, that they get people and they walk down through the tunnels to check if there's monsters or homeless people down there. Yeah, does that happen? That I, that does happen, but that's actually not what I thought you were going to say to me. Okay, but, but that that just uh, staying on that for yeah. a second, that is bizarre to me. Makes sense, I guess, but it just seems like is that really something that they do? Like, how long? How far do they have to walk? Now I think. My understanding of it, they're called track walkers. You know, I, I shouldn't probably say this because somebody's going to steal it, but I have a pitch in with the BBC for okay. track walkers. Um, no way. Track walkers. Oh, not, not really, but, but, I, but I do want ah. to do it. <laughs> I got really excited. Yeah, yeah, but I do want to, I do want to do that. The, I just think it, it would be like a great anthology series of like the track walkers. And every, every time they come across another goal. Now, obviously, uh, it would mean that you would need to get the production crew to make a whole new period every time you meet a new ghost but we're, 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 it's just on the tracks isn't it yeah but you see then you flashbacks and all this stuff it's a big production. oh you hear about it yeah yeah, yeah very, go off places. very big production but, yeah. but basically it would be easy to close on the underground so yeah, that would be fine yeah but my, my just forever my my understanding of the track walkers is i don't think it's every night right but then again maybe it is but what they what they do is you go in at one station you go down onto the track and you walk the track to the next station. 
But they, do they have one of those like little kind of I can only describe as like I know exactly what you're talking about. You're a monkey. For the listeners. You're talking about they're like a the best thing I can think of. A manually propelled Small train car. Pump, pump action train car. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, what you're talking about. Well, of course, one of them probably wouldn't fit on it, so... No, I think they do just walk it. But do they walk on the sides, like on a footpath on the side? Or do they do they walk down the track? Do they have boots on, like track boots? They do They do have boots, and they, they, they walk down the... Uh, There's some the people, right, who know the details of this. And again, like... <laughs> and they're so pissed off. They're so annoyed that we're talking just complete shite. But yeah, so... All right, so these people go down and they clear it up on like a Tuesday. Yeah. All right, okay. And the second thing that you, I said I didn't believe, but you got you thought it was something else? Uh, oh, I probably can't bring that up. All right, perfect. Yeah. Great. Glad you made the decision. <laughs> so on the back of that, Dennis, will we crack on with the lamestream narrative? There is perhaps no more enduring trademark of London than its famous underground railway system, or the Tube, as it is often called. With over 250 stations and 400 kilometres of track, it is the beating heart of London. Each of its lines an artery flowing through the English capital. Here we go, Raj. Oh, look, look at this. This is Booker Price shit. I know, I know. I'm thinking maybe at the end of this episode I can sell this to like some tourist company for yeah. a bit of ad copy or something. No, I think it sounds amazing. Just just a, a couple of things there as uh, mm-hmm. I, I hear your beautiful prose. Um, one, uh, I saw a woman the other day uh, in a really shitty um, station, really shit station. Yeah. And she was taking a video of it because she just arrived in London. So she's taking a video of the underground. And oh. like what she was actually capturing, I don't think she was aware of. Like, like as in there was just people just like falling over. I like, mean, jolly know. old England. Oh, it was it was like a real smelly old station. And two, I think now again, if there's people out there thinking about doing this, obviously, like just respect what I just I'm saying, and mm. this is the idea I'm presenting. So respect me and let me do it first. But do you think stand up maybe could like you know um, maybe expand on some aspects of the tube? Like kind of the tube seems ripe. Seems like something no one in London has ever kind of commented on. Maybe like the intricacies of like being on the tube, other people on the tube. Do you, do you think that's? Do you think uh, an audience is ready for that? I think the problem is it's such a huge topic, mm. and it's so hard to actually tackle it and give it its due. That I think a lot of comedians have kept away from talking yeah, about the tube because just a, it's just a. It's like the Holy Grail, really, isn't it? If you were to start talking about it, it would nearly take up the full set, I'd say. Yeah, and and to be honest, it, it, it almost feels like it does take up everyone's set. However, given its frequent modernization, it's easy to forget just how old the tube system is. Can I guess? Um, okay, go on. Uh, we're 2023, so I'm going to say first happened in... Uh, hang on. What? Before this, don't give me how old it is in years, because I won't be able to do anything. I'm just going to give you the year at all. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Go on. 1842. Uh, you're not a million miles off. Oh, really? Is it off that? Yeah. Crap. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it older than that? So, it was first conceived of in the 1930s, but first opened on... Oh, sorry. Wait. I I I think I'm having a stroke. You said 1842. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. 
It was first conceived of in 1830. Oh, thank God. I thought it was 100 years off. No, sorry. <laughs> first conceived of in 1830, but first opened on January 10th, 1863. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's older. This blew my mind. Ja- uh, it's older than Jack the Ripper. Mm. Jack the Ripper happened after... Jack the Ripper the tube. took the tube. He, he might have. Yeah. Have we solved it? Yeah. <laughs> We've solved it. He took the tube. That, that's what happened. It is, in fact, the tube is actually, in fact, a living artifact of the Victorian era and may even contain some surprising remnants of the period. As the London Underground is not only known for its efficient transportation, but also for being home to a litany of ghost stories. You know what I find fascinating about the underground? And I don't really know. Maybe with drones and stuff, now you'd have a better chance of it. But like, if that's made in Victorian times... You know, just as as history progresses, they must be losing like like a little nook and cranny here where there's stuff like a little little secret door or whatever. Oh, like you're saying, just stuff that no longer has a purpose, but yeah. is is very indicative of the period. Yeah, like you know, it might be a little time capsule or like a secret like little compartment or. Well, keep that in mind, Dennis. Put an old pin in that because mm. there's going to be something. The headliner of this. Is going to blow you away with that. Okay. One of the most cited spirits to reside in the underground is that of the infamous Lady in Black. Who Lady be- <laughs> in Black. I'm just saving you some editing. <laughs> oh, go, go. oh, thank you, thank you. Who can, be wa- who can be seen wandering the corridors of Bank Station. The Lady in Black, or the Black Nun, as she is also known, is supposedly the spirit of one Sarah Whitehead, the sister of Philip Whitehead, a former employee of the Bank of England, executed for forgery in 1812. Upon hearing about her brother's crimes, Sarah supposedly went mad and spent the rest of her life dressed in mourning black, making a daily commute to the Bank of England to ask if her deceased brother was there. You make, when you say went mad, you've said it actually in the last episode as well, you make it sound like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> she went mad. She's totally mad. She went mad. This woman went mad. Is this the same woman who um, has the play? Yes. Okay. Spot on. Yeah. And if you find yourself in the tunnels of Bank Station at the wrong hour, you may be unfortunate enough to see Sarah yourself as she wanders looking for her brother. Do we have any recent sightings of her? Good question. I'll tell you what's really um, scary, right, to get you out of that answer. What's really scary is actually a, referring to a ghost by the first name. Sarah the ghost. I avoided it. That, oh, that is that is. I scary. avoided it there. You said, like, may spot her, but mm. I was like, nah, I'm not saying her name. What I have to say here is my favorite thing about this ghost, or this part, this haunting of the tube, is the idea of a ghost commuting. Yeah, do you think she is commuting? Well, yeah, because if you think about it, her her brother was executed before the tube was created. Yeah. So she she couldn't believe her luck when the tube was built. Well, I mean, this could just be a complete misunderstanding as well, where she might just be commuting. And people are like, oh my God, she's back again. Of course oh, she's no, back. Not haunting, yes. Of course she's back at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just working hours. 
Oh, oh, are you saying it's a real woman, or are you saying that the ghost? It still is just could commuting? be a ghost commuting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and the ghost. People think the ghost is haunting them. Yeah, and it's like, don't flatter yourself. I was just at work. Yeah, I'm just on my way to haunt. Yeah. So like, okay, I I get it. You see a celebrity and you want them to be. She haunts somewhere else. Like, yeah. I, listen, I'm on the way to haunt bank. I I just need to get the tube like everyone else. I'm down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Not like literally because I'm a spirit who's down to earth. Excellent, excellent stuff there. <laughs> Sorry, that was just me talking to myself. I enjoyed it. I didn't feel like I needed anything else. Yeah. Similarly, Dennis, Farringdon is home to the tragic ghost of a young hat maker's apprentice who was cruelly murdered by her employer and dumped in the location which would eventually become Farringdon Station. Did this happen? Did this actually happen? That, oh, that happened, yeah. Like that was an actual murder, was yeah. it? Yeah. But it was ages ago. All oh, right, okay. The 1800s. So why did they make a joke that she made a bad hat? And I was like... <laughs> That's what happened, is it? Yeah. Just the, a particularly bad hat. The actual, the actual story of what happened is crazy. I didn't even want to include it in the podcast. Just so many twists and turns. Well, we're no true crime podcast. No, we're not. We're not. They, they, but, hey, but now we are launching... <laughs> Explained Legends, the spin-off of, of the... Murdery Legends. So you saw Farringdon Station. So this, I find this one interesting because this poor person was murdered and dumped in the place that would eventually be overturned to be turned into Farringdon Station. So the spirit was disturbed in the creation of Farringdon Station. Oh, really? That's where they came from? And how did they find that out? It was just obvious. Okay. Do you know, it like put two and two together. Yeah, get ghost. Yeah, it's easy. It's so easy. I just think that some ghosts really. Oh, sorry. I just I was about to say that a lot of ghosts just seem to really explain things. Like they seem desperate to explain things. You know, like like this sort of story doesn't go wrong. You know, like they're told, "Oh, I'm used to live here." Oh, it's like, shut up, ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. The the ghost is like, I'm going to set the record straight. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, geez, you ever just go back into the fucking grave? Do you know what ghosts are so into doing? Go, you won't find a ghost that won't say oh but they haven't lived here for 500 years that people are all they're mad into they that love ghost doing that. Oh. They love, there's people crying out to do that yeah so I I'm, I was watching a movie with my girlfriend right? porno <laughs> I mean <laughs> You've mentioned your girlfriend probably a thousand times on this podcast. A thousand. And I thought I'd dealt with it with respect. I say it once. And that's what I get. Like a 12 year old. A fucking 12 year old. Oh my god. Carry on with no, the mainstream no, bullshit. It. It's to not going to top that. How is it going to top that? You can just hear the gates close on my story. Gone. <laughs> it's very hard to stop that. We'll try again another 43 episodes. Okay. <laughs> so, so, it's said that her blood-curdling scream can still be heard echoing through the station to this very day. <laughs> and that some travellers have even reported the screams to TFL workers mistaking them for those of a living person in distress mm. can you believe that again yeah i can't <laughs> believe it that's uh it must be a scary number as well being a, tr- a tube driver 
Oh yeah. How uh, much can they see in the tunnels? I wonder. Like, is it like cars and headlights at night? I think. I think you're. On, I think you're right. That'd be terrifying enough. Yeah, especially. Um, oh, imagine if you were afraid of the dark. Do they have like medical issues and stuff from just being like mole people? Which I know they don't like being called <laughs> that. <laughs> I can guarantee you, they do not like being called that. Do they not like? No, it's part of their demands. Actually, in the strikes, really, recently. that's part of the striking yeah. is so, no, no more calling us mole people. Yeah, <laughs> and then the the train companies were saying we won't negotiate with mole people. <laughs> That, that that's really unfortunate mm-hmm. i don't believe that no i think that there there probably are health conditions i know that their their forearms grow very large oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's lost it. uh, then they should be called more people yeah they get these their eyes start closing up you know what? Them going blind is probably actually a medical condition. It probably is. <laughs> that probably is is possible. Yeah. But I, I just when you mentioned that about the lights, I couldn't get out of my head the idea of a, a tube driver who's afraid of the dark. So they get into a station and they're pulling off and they go, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" As they're going through the tunnel and they go, "Oh, thank God! Oh, we're at the station again! Oh yeah." Here's here's one for you. Why do they have tube drivers? What do you mean? Why aren't they just um, like why haven't they automated tubes? That's what they're trying to do. Oh, is that is that what all the that, fuss is yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, oh, right, okay. that's a good chunk of it. I do think... That, oh, wait, can I just clear yeah, up? Yeah. When I say why, I just mean like, why haven't the horrible money people done it? Because you just think they would have done it. Oh, yeah, stage. yeah. I think the the real answer to that is that it's... My understanding is it's like not as easy to automate as it would seem. Because people are like jumping in the doors and getting caught and stuff and yeah, shit like that. Is that mean? There's also something, this isn't, this isn't very funny, but this is true, is that the signal systems are not very reliable. Like just in general, hmm. they're not very reliable. And when they're not, this is the argument against like automating them, is that when they're not working, an automated system would just have to indefinitely stop. Oh, where there's drivers could communicate and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can go like, okay, I'm gone from this tube station, so... Mind the gap. Only a few stops before Farringdon is Liverpool Street. Also replete with tales of ghostly figures disappearing around corners or unearthly beings caught on CCTV cameras throughout the station. It is so common for workers... To witness unexplainable events while walking the track at night, like you mentioned, Dennis, that a popular theory had been invented by Liverpool Street staff that the station was built on a plague pit. A theory which many were quick to dismiss. That was until, in 2015, a mass grave of over 3,000 skeletons was found under the foundations of the station. No way. Yeah. I never knew that. That's incredible. I mean, not great for 3,000 people, but that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And w- so when does that date back to? That, is, is that like 1500, 1600 or something? The, the, the old Black Death. When is the Black Death? Around then? I think it was in the 1400s. All right. Okay, we'll go back another another few. But yeah, around then anyway. That's, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I wonder where that came from. You know, like where they where they thought that it that there was a plague pit, which is a phrase I've never heard, but it, it instantly terrified me. Well, I I think that people are very perceptive, mm. and uh, some people might have the third eye, 
Yeah. They might have the special sight. Cyclops people. Yeah. And and I think that they just picked up on it. Did they exhume all the bodies? No, I think they just kind of left them there. I suppose there'd be no reasons to bring them out, would there? <laughs> They're bringing out 500-year-old bodies. Who Who's... <laughs> Whose relative is this? <laughs> Nobody's because they died. They died. Put him back. Put him back. The 1400s. Go on. But no, I, I think I that is a good question though. I I don't know what they would have done. It's like actually my friends in in the group chat this week brought up a story about I think it was in the news maybe a few years ago about a man who wanted to fulfill his father's wish that his body um would be turned into a skeleton. And that the skeleton would be kept in a suit of armor. Okay. And the hospital refused to to go along with it. Wouldn't give him the skeleton? Yeah, yeah. You mean like if you die... Well, okay, I don't know how I'd get... Let's say I just have total control over your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, you, you die, right? We're married or something. I can't, um, I can't just say I want to keep his body in a glass box in my house. I don't, I don't think he can. Like a pulp or something. I don't think he, I th- don't think he can. Really? Yeah. I wonder why that is. But yeah, but you'd, you'd think with the plague pit, yep, it's like a similar process where you're thinking, you surely you can't leave the skeletons there. Mm. But you also, what do you do if you take them out? You're only putting them somewhere else. Yeah. I guess it, unless they have some sort of archaeological um, like significance, then, mm. you know, but you only have to take out about 20 of them. Do, do you know what? When I heard this story, I have to say I've always gotten, and I'm not, I'm genuinely not just saying this. I wouldn't just say this, right? I've genuinely always Liverpool Street has always creeped me out. Mm. I've been down there a ton. Like I've actually been down there a ton recently. But if it didn't creep me up before, now it is. But I'll tell you something, right? Everyone mm-hmm. out there listening, right, who's based in London and it might be, or just knows people in London who might be in that station, yeah, yeah. you have a decision to make. We have the knowledge now, right? Yeah. It's going to scare the living shit out of us every time we go in Liverpool Street. Do you want to give that to someone else? Yes, I know you do. <laughs> but do, do do the other people out there? Because I don't know. I don't know because it could it could create create havoc for me personally. That Liverpool Street might be avoided forever if I share this with people. Oh, oh, really? Mm. Oh, so I don't know. It's a it's an odd one. Maybe I'll not um not bring edit, it up. Yeah, maybe I'll just edit all this out. Oh, yeah, this this is good. Or do you know what? Drop in another station. Yeah, grand. And I, and everyone everyone listening will just be like, I can't find any place. Oh, that's a uh, focus right on the northern line. So we've covered Liverpool Street. Elephant and Castle, however, has no such explanation for the strange happenings which its staff so frequently witness. With invisible footsteps often heard echoing through the halls of the commuter hub, there is one particularly harmless spirit which still never fails to scare the TFL employees there. This ghostly resident is seen most nights in the form of a young woman who makes her way down the stairs and boards one of the vacant trains, only to never leave. It is nearly a rite of passage for new staff members to go and investigate the woman they've just seen boarding the out-of-service tube carriage before locking up for the night, only to discover that there is in fact nobody there. Do you think that's scary that there's no one there? That's very scary, because there should be somebody there. Because I'm thinking, right? Yeah. You know, this woman, right? You always imagine a scary looking woman. Maybe, mm. maybe she's, maybe she's a sexy woman, right? Real sexy woman. What would you do, right? In, in a relationship, mm. if your house was haunted by a very sexy woman. Now, this sexy woman wasn't really scaring you. 
just wanted to kind of hang out with you and walk naked around the place. Would you view that as kind of like being unfaithful? Or, um, would, or would you, like, let's say, you know, your wife's like, did you call the Ghostbusters? And you're like, oh, I forgot. Where would you stand on that? And the ghost is interested in me. Yeah, she's interested in like kind of a sexy underdog character. Okay, um, I think that's fine then. Oh, you think that's fine? That's fine, yeah. Yeah. And what if it was like a lad ghost? No. No. No, because there's just, there's something about the power dynamic there. Where I think he's, he, I think that's unhealthy, that, that male ghost. Yeah. You know, with the female ghost, she's owning her sexuality. You know, I think it's not, it's not very, it's, it's You've not. lost me there now. You've lost me there now. <laughs> I'm, I, I listen, haunted by a sexy ghost, a sexy woman ghost. If I was in a relationship, obviously, I would, at the time of being haunted by a sexy ghost, I would reject the advances of the sexy ghost. Yeah. Right. I'd reject them and I'd sound very flattered. But she could be appearing all over the place. You you've no control. Like. Yeah, oh, really? You know, like you could be you could just walking down the stairs and she appears, big ghost arse. You're like, oh, well, what are you meant to do then? Didn't And, and what, what's, what's she saying? She, she's saying, ooh. Oh, yeah, is she? You know, she's not really like, ooh. She's like, ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I think, I don't think it's being unfaithful. Provided you don't do anything with the ghost. Yeah, but you, can you do stuff with ghosts? Oh, there's succubuses. Really? What's a succubus? I thought a succubus, a succubus was like a swamp thing or something. No, a succubus. No, listen, man, I'm telling you, succubuses. They have their name for a reason. Oh, they do. They do. What they are is they're spirits or demons, female spirits or demons, that are uh, travel into our realm, have um, sex with you at night until you die. Until you die? Yeah, until you <laughs> die of pleasure. Well, uh, this wasn't a bad deal. Not the worst way to go. Yeah. There's also in- an incubus, then, is the male version of that. It's better than being, like, killed by a yeti or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. On the, or a yeti having sex with you to death. Yeah. That's really... That's probably yeah. the worst scenario. So, I, yeah, I think probably not cheating. What's your take on it, though? What do, you, what do you think? I just think it would be based on how quick you are to give the Ghostbusters a call. You know, how quick you yeah. are to get rid of the ghost. Yeah. I think if I was with someone and there was, like, kind of a, let's say, a Michael Fassbender-esque... Um, ghost walking around the nip um, you know throwing all that weight around it's, would, it's fucking knocking stuff yeah, off tables the lamps are gone like like it, the stuff is moving in the house but it's just because he's clumsy with it yeah I I would I would probably say look you know pick up the phone or it's over it's me or the ghost you know we always think that a ghost is knocking stuff over with the back of their hand I think they could be doing it with their arse or yeah. what we just mentioned. We, we never we never think about that. Or, you know, yeah, they're swinging, swinging themselves around. Yeah. Just fucking knocking stuff off left, right and centre. Listen, I know what I'm coming back as. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what? What are, you, what are you coming back as? I'm coming back as a very well-hung ghost. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> finally, Dennis. Finally. The most infamous of all the spirits to haunt the London underground. Frequence. Holborn Station. And is none other than the spirit of the Egyptian god Amun-Ra. What? What's he doing in London? Didn't expect that one. Sorry, what you? are they doing in London? I don't even know what they are. Uh, I think they are. I think they are male. What do they look like? Big. Hefty. Tall. Tall. I think they might be blue. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Get, is, that, is that what the Watchmen guy is based on get, or something? Get James, get James Cameron on, on the line. He's big, he's blue, and I think he's one of those Egyptian hats. He's big and he's blue and he just doesn't care. (laughs) How did he end up in the tubes? So, here you go, Dennis, right? People think it's haunted by either the spirit of of the Egyptian god Amun-Ra or, according to some accounts, one of his priestesses. 
You see, when Holborn was built, it superseded the existing tube station, which lay under the British Museum. If you ever get off at Holborn, or if you keep an eye out now next time you pass it, you'll notice all of this Egyptian stuff on the wall. Have you ever noticed Never that? noticed it, no. Yeah, it's, it's done up with all this tile work of like, um, or it's not even tile work, it is like printing on the wall of um, Egypt, Egyptian artifacts and mm. sarcophagus and stuff. Because it superseded the existing tube station that was built under the British Museum. So there is an abandoned tube station under the British Museum. Oh, spooky is that place. Yeah, exactly. This Why don't they do tours into these places? Well, yeah, this gets to what we were talking about, though, where you said, oh, it must be so creepy because there's bits, there's like abandoned bits still down there. Well, supposedly, Dennis, the tunnels from the abandoned tube station connect all the way to the Egyptian room in the British Museum. And subsequently connect to Holborn Station. So the spirit, the spirit of Amun-Ra, travelled from the Egyptian room in the British Museum down to the abandoned tube station in um, under the British Museum and then from there some tunnels and holes into Holborn. So that's that's how the spirit got to Holborn. Yeah. That's uh, that's incredible. That's so cool that it's that it lies underneath the museum. Yeah. Why don't they open this place up? Imagine how scary it would be. That's a classic nineties uh, cartoon, by the way. Uh, oh that yeah. They're going yeah, to yeah. an abandoned tube station in London. Maybe Americans going visiting London as well. Yeah. They go into the British Museum. They find a place. They go down. They go, wow, this is an abandoned tube station. You're thinking at home, this is a pretty cool episode. And then. You know, Egyptian God comes all over the place, and it's like a real juxtaposition. <laughs> he comes all over the place. Yeah, everywhere. Man. They, well, that's that's uh, that's probably a bit racy. But I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I wonder. Is there any like? Is there any stuff in the British Museum that acknowledges any of that? Oh, the tube station. Like any of the lore or anything surrounding that. Like there's a tube station underneath it, and that there one of the Egyptian gods may or may not have escaped. I think. Uh, do you know what? I actually think that they're well aware of it. Mm. And I think that they're keeping shtum because the last thing they want to admit to is letting an ancient Egyptian deity loose, yeah. you know? I think that the Egyptian stuff, the Egyptian haunting stuff, yeah, for me, always has like a killer aspect to it. That's the way I've been kind of led to believe that most of the stuff, it's not just haunting like they're gonna, you're going to die, like they're going to rot you or something. Well, Dennis, it is here in the tunnels of Holborn that the priestess roams at night snatching unsuspecting passengers from the tube line in order to appease her god to add to this chilling story there are at least two confirmed disappearances of people within holborn station which have never been solved and many claim that they were the unfortunate victims of the deity himself manny is in like manny o'sullivan looking right across from me is it Many claim. <laughs> Many do claim it. Go on, man. they put a claim in somewhere. Like they fill out a form. They do, yeah. They're 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 on my website. Where do you get these numbers from, man? You know me. I like specifics. Yeah, you do. So like, I think I think it's creepy enough that these two people disappeared and we just don't know what happened to them mm. in in Holborn Station. Let alone, like, imagine if that was a loved one and and that was the detective on the case. <laughs> that was his great theory. <laughs> Here's the 
the elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> it was merely the Egyptian god, Amun-Ra. Do you want to check the CCTV? No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, I think um, Hercule Poirot as well. They bring him in afterwards. He goes, I have to concur. I hate him. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't I like l- him at all. I love Poirot. More of a Inspector uh, Clouseau kind of guy. The, uh, they bring in Columbo as well. Yeah, it's hard to say, you know, I hate to say oh, this, oh, oh. but I think it's probably <laughs> the ancient god. I mean, how, how do they write that stuff? <laughs> the, uh, these are next level things, man. How funny would it be if Amun Ra did kill one of the people? And he's like, oh, whoa, I only killed, I only claimed one of those souls. That wasn't me. I don't know what the other one was. But they did him for the two anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got him for the two. Perhaps next time you board the tube on your commute and make your way through the city of London, you may feel a chill as one of these ghostly passengers passes you by. Or perhaps not. One thing is for sure, though. To this day, the ghosts of the London Underground remain unexplained. Bom, bom, bom. Well, I'm thoroughly spooked. I'm going to carry some of that stuff with me onto the tube. Downloaded a couple of new fears for Liverpool Street and Holborn Street, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Holborn Place. So, going to check out the British Museum soon, though. So oh, if really? I, yeah, if yeah. I'm there, I'll take some pictures um, of the abandoned one. I'm going to go into it. You racing around and saying, "Let me out! Let me in the tube!" Tra- <laughs> fucking pussy. <laughs> Little do we know that there's probably a full exhibition of it, and you can <laughs> yeah. just go in and see it. You can't deny me. Let me fucking in. In terms of this, Dennis, are there any particular stories that popped out to you there as saying, oh, they're, they're particularly... Um, I would say the lady in black for me was the least scariest one because that did just sound like a woman trying to make her way home or make her way to work. Okay, okay. And I would say the scariest is definitely the Egyptian stuff. It's just from growing up in oh. the 90s and just having so much Egyptian stuff thrown at you. Like, I'm sure it was um, culturally handled very well by the cartoons I was watching. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think if you run into an Egyptian ghost... You're in trouble. You know, like, normal ghosts are going to give you a scare. Egyptian ghosts are going to poison you. You're going to rot. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, we all know... I, I know you're not meant to go with stereotypes. But we all know the curses. Mm. There's going to be bees and stuff flying out of them. Yeah, yeah. We've all seen, we've all seen the Scorpion King. Yeah. You're in big trouble if you come across... Uh, if you come off, come across an Egyptian god. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, to put it, to put it nicely... The, the thing, the spookiest ones for me are just the, like, the mundane ones that you have to put up with working in these stations, like Elephant and Castle. I think that being um, a TFL worker would be difficult anyway, right? Mm. Like in a, in a whole different uh, category of ways to a normal job. Yeah. But also having to put up with ghosts. Do you think that uh, some, there's definitely a couple of TFL people who like, you know, dress up as the ghost and run around the place? Do you think so? To scare the newbies, like. Ah. But you know what happens to them? You know what happens to them? They oh. see the real ghost. They themselves see the real ghost. Yeah. Oh, always oh, happens. Do you know the story? Which and again, I'll just tease it here because if we do cover it, it won't be for six months or a year or something. But or there might not even be enough information on it. But there's a great story about a guy, a track walker or an engineer actually, who was investigating a fault, and he's walking along, and he sees somebody else using um, an older style lamp. Uh, on, on the tube oh like an oil lamp yeah cool. and he and he goes oh I didn't know they used those anymore and your man goes oh no they still you know he goes oh, I, oh they're still better than those ones like the new ones and he's like oh okay and he guides him along because the other guy's one is broken and uh, he guides him along to like the next track and lets him go and goes oh I've got to go back and do some engineering work 
And then when he comes back and said, oh, you won't believe it. Like this guy led me out. Um, and he had one of those old gas lamps. The guy said, well, they've been decommissioned for like 40 years. They're my favorite ghost stories where yeah. the ghost is almost crafty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows he's a ghost and he's just helping out. You know, he just wants a little yeah. bit of a chat or whatever. But he's also, he knows he can't go into the next station or he'll be caught. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Off. Do you know what's interesting actually? Is he rarely ever come across boring ghosts. Like people saying a ghost is tedious. No, no. I mean, there's always going to be a level of excitement associated with seeing someone who's dead. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But but I'm just saying, what if the dead person is no crack? Well, you know, boring, like. Yeah. But that's what we spoke about before. Like, what if a ghost wasn't scary? It was just a nuisance. Oh, hello. You know, and it's just like, you're not scared of him. But you're just like, can you please leave? Wor- worst kind of ghost. Oh, you, you've boiled too much water in the kettle there. It's oh. going to negatively affect your cost of Any, living. Anyone who talks about boiling a kettle with the wrong amount of water in it, or anyone who questions the amount of water you put in a saucepan for cooking pasta or rice. Oh, get they out of to, here. They need to get in the ghost Get out of here. All right, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I am Dennis Len. You can find me at DennisLen3D on Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere else I am. And over there is... Roger O'Sullivan. You can find me on Instagram at Roger O'Comedy or on Twitter at Roger O'Sullivan. In case you haven't noticed, Roger, they're giving us more five-star ratings, but we want more. Yeah, I've, I've noticed it. This is unreal. We've, we've gotten two new reviews on Apple, um, Apple Podcasts. And they're... Oh, my God. Oh, they... Oh, Lord, they are coming, these five-star reviews. They're absolutely blowing us away. You can see it. I mean, he's, look at him. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's made up. Uh, I can't believe it. They really helped so much. They honestly do. Uh, we could probably, if if we got no more listeners uh, and only got five-star reviews, we would still chart. You know what we'll do, right? Right now, okay? Right. If anyone who's actually still listening, right? Anyone still listening, I, we're going to talk you through it. All right? So, look. Look, I know it's hard, but it's easier if someone tells you to do it, right? So just just go back out of the episode, right? Yeah, go, or yeah. click into Unexplained Legends on Spotify, right? Yeah. You're not going to walk you through the Apple one because it'll take fucking ages. Yeah. Oh, if you're doing it on Spotify and you say, oh, there is no rating, that's because you haven't updated your app. Yeah, so okay. update your app, right? We're not talking you through that. But just yeah. go up there now, right? It's up at the top. Scroll up if you can't see it. Bam, just hit that Hit that five star. Like, hit, hit the star, rate it five, bam. See it go up to, like, whatever it is now, 68, 69, but uh, there you go. That's it. It's done. Now you can now you can just be happy for the rest of the rest of the day. Yeah, just know that that you you've helped us as much as we've helped you. And uh, on the back of that, love you. Bye. Bye.